Hi gorgeous, this is episode number 34 and we are having back today to continue the interview Jorge Melendez. Hi, I'm Jorge Melendez and you're listening to Heart Cells with Christine Shalonsky. Enjoy! Today we have the amazing Jorge Melendez back with us. And just in case you haven't listened to the episode before, make sure you tune in. Jorge shared a wonderful story of how he learned to sell, what his very first sale was, how a millionaire just came out of the blue and gave him some advice and consulting and coaching that helped him to see sales in a totally different way. And also it probably planted the seed for him to become a coach and consultant because that he has done over the last 22 years. He has served so far over 300,000 people from all over the globe, the Far East, Europe, South America, the Caribbean and the United States. And in his coaching, he focuses on ontology, that is a study of the language to identify limiting beliefs that staunches your growth. So he helps to define objective strategies and behaviors in order to achieve tangible, measurable and sustainable results. He also works with executives all over the globe and leads business consulting services that focus on impacting the culture of organizations through strategic interventions and corporate objectives. Clients include Banco Popular, Sun Microsystems and IBM to give you a few. And I'm super excited he's back today because now we're gonna dive right in and he's gonna tell us more about his philosophy of selling and also what he does to keep motivated, what kind of self-talk mantras he is using to manifest all the amazing things in his life. Have fun. So what would you say about the, you know, the, about the thing of follow-up? Um, I've heard a really cool saying that I like that the money is in the follow-up. Um, and I guess it, maybe it depends a little bit on the industry, um, but what are your general thoughts around follow-up? Look, I, I'd say that if, let's forget about the industry. I mean, let's say if we're, we're, if we're in any industry where we're serving clients, we have to learn how to follow up. Why? Because clients are there to be served. And yeah. how is the best way to serve a client following up on them? either because they're already a client and you follow up on them, um, what are their needs, or if they could see that you have other things to offer, that's number one. If they're a potential client, let's say they're a prospect in any way, shape, or form, um, you want to follow up on them. Why? Because sometimes you have to sit down and have a cup of coffee with a person three times before that person really gets who you are and gets what you're about. Because sometimes we, we think that we're so good at what we do. I remember a dear friend, Coach Amani, says, we think that we're legends in our own minds and we're not. We got to get out of being a legend and we have to come out and connect with people and we have to get behind from this camera and we have to connect with people and have a cup of coffee and listen to them and say, you know what? Whenever you feel that it's the right time for you, I'm here. And, 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 and you have to put down and take notes. Like if you see, I have a board in the back, I call it my war room 
where I write down the people that I'm following up every month, plus right now how I'm going to systemize it. Because I think that sometimes the minute you go on social media, it's like we want to look professional, sound professional, attract professional, but sometimes it's in the detail that we have to be professional. And that follow-up, how are you connecting with people? How are you just letting them know? You know what? You know, times change. Maybe three months ago, you were going through a bad financial period. Maybe right now, three months later, you're in a better moment. And it's not because you have the, the, the money. It means that you can look for a coach or not. Maybe now that you have the money, you want to be, you want to have a mentor. You want to have someone who supports you to get to a better place. And now you're in a place where you're not stripped by money to make those decisions. Mm, so yeah, I would I say follow-up is important in a lot of different ways. Sometimes it's a cup of coffee. Sometimes it's just sending a little note saying, hey, how are you? Are you okay? Um, sometimes it's not being attached to the outcome. And other times it's just saying, hey, are you aware that I have this new product? There's a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I also think when you have a, like a business and you, you come from that place of your heart, then and you truly care about people it's the most natural thing to do with your friends you would follow up as well right absolutely it's like it's interesting because when 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 you have double careers like you know i have a, a an outside business <coughs> excuse me outside of coaching where i sell products to different people and some of them are my friends so, you know, what do I do? The minute people come to my home and we love to have people here to either for dinner, have a cup of coffee and share. So the minute they walk in, they see different things. They say, what is that? It says, here, here, try it, taste it. So they have a tea, they have different beverages. And said, oh, I love it. I said, okay, what does that do? It's just for your wellness. So I just share with them. And I said, if you're interested, let me know. I just leave them there. I don't even talk about it. No, I want to know more about it. So then I, I set them and I share it with them, but in a very friendly, approachable, accessible way. So I will treat my friends as a client, but I will treat a client as a friend. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's, I also believe that especially like if you do one-on-one -on -one coaching and you work really closely with a person, my philosophy is that if you wouldn't want them for dinner at your home, don't take him on as a client because Absolutely. then, you know, it, it doesn't, it, it's not a good match. And um, if you take on a client that, you know, is going to get on your nerves and you can't serve the way you want to serve, then it, you know, it's not good for them. It's not good for you either. Oh, that is so true. Um, many years ago, a man called Michael Port, he's a, he's an ex actor and he coaches people and to do public speaking and all that. He says, You want to make sure that the clients you want to attract are the people, not only because they want to pay for your services, that people you want to be excited to serve because yeah. they are in a moment where they're not looking for your coaching. They're looking that they just want to have someone next to them following their path and you're learning from them as much as they are learning from you. Mm. And that is critical that, you know, yes, we would like to coach maybe hundreds of people, but not maybe everyone is going to be your ideal client. And, and, and visualizing and writing down who is your ideal client is the one that's going to bring the ideal client to you as you get closer to them. Yeah. 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 I totally agree. It needs, and you, you can, you know, write it out and you can make sure that you attract those people and that you say no to the people you don't feel 
um, yeah, you don't feel you want to serve because it's not a good match. So wonderful. Um, that's already such a great um, input. Um, let me ask you, um, so when you had that experience where you did not charge what you could have charged and had this big lesson you learned, um, what was a moment when, you know, you actually had like the opposite experience? You stepped up for yourself. You made sure that, you know, you knew um, all the factors and you, you know, maybe you put yourself out on a little bit higher price or something. And then somebody said yes to them. Okay. I'm going to talk to you also of a very recent experience as a consultant. Um, almost, I would say three years ago, I was approached by a consulting firm in San Francisco that they were going to serve a mining company, the third largest mining company in the world. And they have eight mines between Canada and Argentina. And they were going to, we were going to, I was going to be part of a group of consultants that we were going to serve 17,000 people in a stretch of three years. So it was a lot of training to be done between Canada, Central America, South America, and all the way to Argentina. So I had no idea. I had to learn from the bottom. But as soon as we got to Latin America, they saw my eagerness and my willingness to learn that I come up to the head consultant and I said, you know, Charlie, I feel that I could lead the project where we have a mining company where in Mexico, it was 2,500 employees that we had to train in seven months, which was day and night. And I said, I'm willing to lead and I think that I'm, I'm willing to earn and I think I could earn this amount of money. He thought about it. Two weeks later, he says, you're it. So I had just started. I had only been working for almost six months, only in Canada. When we start Mexico, I go from being a junior consultant to being the project manager of, of the project for a year. And it was doubling my daily salary. So it was great because I believed in myself. I felt that I had the knowledge we were coming to Latin America. And I felt that, you know, I was really going to have a sense of ownership of the project and I had created a great relationship with the 12 to 15 consultants that were going to be working in Mexico with us. So that was to me a great example of when you believe in yourself, you have to speak up. You got to tell the person, you know, in a very loving but firm way and let them know how you trust your abilities and how you're willing to be guided, but how you could play a bigger game. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so, so much. Um, so basically believe in yourself, serve as good as you can, give it your all, put in your heart and the right people will come your way. And you know, where success goes, money follows. Oh yeah. And at the same time, you have to continue your own personal growth system. You know, even as the opportunity waits or it takes time for some, some of them to show up, you have to continue to at least read every day or listen to audios, listen to audios like the one they're listening to right now or watch videos, things that are going to develop your mind, your spiritual growth, your personal growth, your mindset, and at the same time, your skill set. So you have to continue all the time to hone your skills and be ready because the minute you get complacent, then you're going to come from a place of expectation and demand Versus when you continue to hone your skills, you're going to come more from a place of growth and learning and sharing. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think that's also what people want to see. They want to see that you keep growing, that you keep learning and developing. Um, and, you know, if, if you have somebody like this as a coach, then they can always take you to the next level. Otherwise, at some point, your clients might, you know, grow more than you do. Um, and then, you know, you're kind of losing the business as well. Absolutely. It's like right now I'm sitting down and I'm, I'm making my, my planner for next year. And I already have in the first trimester of 2019, at least 75% of the trainings I'm going to be doing as a participant learning, you know, Randy Gage has a speaker school in January in Miami. I'm going to be there. Why? Because I want to continue to develop my skills as a presenter. I'm going to be in another abundance training that I'm going to be doing and, and not me as a student in Mexico. So I'm going to be in Las Vegas in another training in March. So the first thing I do as a, as a, as a speaker myself and as a coach is how am I going to continue to grow and develop? What books am I going to be reading next year? This year I read over 30 books. Yeah. So next year, I want to read at least 25 to 30 books, at least two books a month. I want to read a lot, not for me, also how can I serve others? What do, what do I want to be exposed to, to grow? Who are, who's going to be my circle of influence? So I know that I'm continuously learning from people that have grown that are where I want to get to. Yeah, beautiful. You know, to, to finish off, I, I know that a lot of successful people have mantras um, or affirmations or maybe they use some quotes that inspire them. Um, what do you use to, um, you know, tell yourself or to motivate yourself that you're on the right path? Um, what could you share with us? I have two things. One I learned from, well, I was doing it, but the minute I read his book, I, I, I really got conscious about it. Over the last year, I, I get up every morning at five in the morning, and from five to seven, I'm in quiet, reflecting, writing, writing my daily blog. And every morning, I, well, I sit down in this chair, I go back, I look at the horizon, and I just thank the universe, and I thank God for my life, for all the blessings that I have, my wife, my dogs, the family I have. And then in that moment, I say, muse, let me be used as an instrument of change to this world. And I just invoke the, the universal muse to let me channel whatever comes up to me. And, I, I, and I'm grateful for whatever comes out. And then Stephen Pressfield, in a book that he has called The War of Art, he talks about every morning being grateful to the muse. And, and, and when I read that book, as a matter of fact, I read it this year, it blew me away. I said, wow, I didn't do it so emphatically and so nice as he does, but every morning I'm grateful for what I get inspired by. So that's one of the two things. And every time I'm going to walk on a stage or I'm going to do a presentation, I do the serenity prayer. It's God, God grant me the serenity, you know, the difference, you, you know, I know it in Spanish and English, Dios concederme la serenidad para aceptar las cosas, to accept the things I can't change, the wisdom to change those that I can, um, and the brave or the courage. I, I can't get it in English. I know it in Spanish. I have it wired up. But I always do the serenity prayer before I get on a stage. And, and I always say, use me as a channel to make a difference. Use me as a channel and remove my ego from whatever I'm doing, that it doesn't get in the way to serve people. Oh, wow. 
Wow, that's that's very impressive. Yeah, I'm going to put that in the show notes. So uh, maybe we can put it in Spanish and in English because I'm quite sure, you know, a lot of Spanish-speaking people do speak English and can listen to that wonderful interview as well. Well, thank you so, so much for your time. Where can people find you? People can find me on my website. I'd say go to www.jorgemelendez.com.mx because out of Mexico... Um, I said I wanted to use a Mexico tagline, and that's where you're going to find me. I have my pages on Facebook. From there, you will be able to find all of my social networks and all that. But that's my website. There you can see my blog. You can connect with my podcast. You can connect also with my YouTube channel and with products that are going to be presented shortly. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, I will put everything in the show notes so people can follow you and they just need to click a link. Um, and then they are taking your way. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you so, so much for sharing your amazing stories um, with us and the wisdom and like the golden nuggets in each and every one of them. Um, I, I'm very excited um, that I had the opportunity to have this interview and to learn directly. And um, now that, you know, we're putting it out that the audience can also take those golden nuggets and make their lives better. Thank you. It's been a privilege and an honor for me to be on your show. I, I hope that now when I go in English, I get to have you on my show so we can talk about your story. So that's <laughs> going to be happening shortly. As I told you, uh, starting in the new year, we're going to be coming out with English content. So I'm looking forward to that. Right now, 90% of our content is in Spanish. But it's been an honor to talk to you and to know you. And also coming from a country where one of my sisters was born so there's a connection there. So I'm yeah. grateful for being here. And I wonderful. thank you for letting me share myself with your audience. Thank you so much, Jorge. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. I hope you had fun today. I just love how Jorge starts his day of how he says his little prayer and how he tunes in to spirit and gets his amazing downloads for his wonderful blogs. I hope you have enjoyed some of them. You will find him on jorgemelendez.com.mx for Mexico. And you can read all about him or check him out on Facebook. And yeah, just have fun and uh, make sure you connect with him. So for the full show notes, the transcript, the episode himself, all the resources mentioned, as well as a little prayer in Spanish, and translate it into English, you need to hop over to christineschlansky.com where you find the whole episode, including all this amazing stuff for you to support you on your journey to give more of your gifts to the world and to get well compensated as well. To help you with a mindset shift, I have created amazing sales journaling prompts that have helped me to create a lot of money and revenue in my life. And I would love for you to use them, to try them out, to shift your mindset from a sales mindset to a sales success mindset. And the journaling prompts, you can also hop on over to christineschlansky.com, join the success library, check them out there and directly download them, and then just use them pretty simple. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for being here. Enjoy wherever you are in the world. And thank you for giving your gifts to the world. Bye for now.